The sixth reading. Besides fulfilling Hashem's commandments, because you are legally obligated to, based on the covenant He made with you at Sinai, you should also fulfill His commandments out of love. Because when you are motivated by love, you will fulfill the commandments even when doing so seems inconvenient, burdensome, or inexpedient. This love, in turn, should be based on your awareness of that Hashem is one and the only true deity. And here we say the most powerful six words. This is in this week's parsha. Powerful six words in Judaism. Therefore, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. Therefore, hear, O Israel, although God is presently only our God, since only we as a nation have accepted Him as our sole sovereign, Hashem is nonetheless the one and only true deity. Did you know that that's actually the basic translation of Shema Yisrael, according to Rashi? That Shema Yisrael, listen up Jewish people, Hashem Elokeinu, the God that's currently our God, will be the God of one for all. Hashem is nonetheless the one and only true deity, and the day will come when He will be acknowledged as such by all humanity. Quite a powerful idea. If you indeed contemplate the truth and all its implications, you will come to love God your God with all your heart, that is, with total sincerity, and even by harnessing your, your inclination to do evil and serving Him. In other words, you'll harness that inclination. And at the expense of your very soul, meaning even if you have to suffer martyrdom, and with all your material means, even if you value these material means more than your own life, you give it up for Hashem, and whether He treats you well or seemingly does not. Due to this love, these words, that is the teachings of the Torah that I command you to observe, will seem, whenever you study to them, you study them as fresh and novel, as if I had spoken to you Hayom today, because you will keep them on your heart, meaning you will realize that only by constantly studying Torah will you be able to sustain the constant awareness of Hashem and your consistent, constant love for Him. Furthermore, you will enthusiastically, enthusiastically teach your knowledge of the Torah to others. You will learn the Torah thoroughly for the sake of your students, so that you will always know how to answer their question. Also, the Torah teaches, also the Torah teachings and not other secondary matters of mundane life will be your chief occupation. You will discuss them when you sit in the house, when you walk on the way. They will be your last concern when you lie down to sleep at night and your first concern when you wake up in the morning. The subject of the passage, passages inscribed in the parchments that have been in your tefillin until now from the exodus of Egypt till now to the 40th year, from now on, you must add this paragraph, describing how you are to love Hashem to the tefillin. In the head tefillin, write it as an, on an additional third parchment and place it in one of the two empty compartments. Because according to Rashi, the Jews had four compartments for tefillin, but until the Shema and Bahayim Shemar were said now in the 40th year, they only filled two of the compartments with the sections that were said immediately after the Exodus. In the hand fill-in, you added to a single parchment already there. You must bind these words as a sign on your weaker arm, and they must act on a reminder of your four 
on your forehead, above the point exactly between your eyes. Thus, the tefillin will from now on remind you not only of the miracles of the exodus, but also of the intense love you are to feel towards Hashem when you contemplate His singularity. You must also inscribe this paragraph upon a parchment. Place the parchment in a container and fasten the container to one of the doorposts of each door of your house, the right doorpost as you enter and upon your gates, both the gates to your private home, private home as well as the gates to your public areas. This parchment is called a mezuzah, after the doorpost upon which it's fixed. Moshe continues, When God your God brings you to the land that he swore to your forefathers, Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, to give to you, and you will benefit from great and good cities that you did not build, houses full of good things that you did not fill, hoon cisterns that you did not hoo out of the rocky ground, and vineyards and olive trees that you did not plant, and you will eat and be satisfied. Be aware, lest this unearned opulence make you forget God. That's what happens sometimes when you get a landfall of money. Who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house where you were slaves. Give Hashem all the respect due to Him. Only if you revere Hashem your God and worship Him, may you swear by His name. Do not invoke His name lightly. In your fascination with materiality and sensual pleasure, do not follow other deities, especially not the deities of the people who are around you and with whom you might become familiar. For Hashem your God, who you know to be a zealous God, is amongst you, and He will not tolerate infidelity. Therefore, do not worship idols, which is infidelity to Hashem. Quite a conversation Moshe is having with the Jews. Furthermore, do not test Hashem, your God, challenging him to meet your supposed needs as you tested him at Masa and Meriva. Rather, diligently safeguard the commandments of Hashem, your God, his testimony and his rules, which he has commanded you for their own sake. Moreover, do not limit your devotion to the strict letter of Hashem's law. Rather, you must do what is proper and good in the eyes of Hashem beyond the explicit requirement of the law. For example, when selling your field, you should allow the owner of the adjoining field to have the first bid. Just an example of going beyond the letter of the law. You should reach a compromise with a litigant rather than exacting from him everything to which you are technically entitled. You should do all this without concern for reward in order that Hashem may reward you nonetheless and it be well with you and that you come and take possession of the good land that Hashem swore for your forefathers in order to drive out all your enemies from before you as Hashem has spoken. If your intelligent child asks you at some point in the future, what is the basis of the testimony, rules, and ordinances that Hashem our God has commanded you? We say these words in the Haggadah. You must say to your child, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, and Hashem took us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Hashem afflicted Pharaoh and all, the house, all his household with great and terrible signs and marvels before our eyes. He brought us out here in order that we might bring he brought, sorry, he brought us out of there in order that he might bring us to the land that he swore to our forefathers. Hashem commanded us to perform all these rules, to cultivate respect for Hashem for all the good, all, for our good all the days, and to keep us alive as we are today. That's why we keep the mitzvahs. It will be our merit that we safeguard these rules by studying how to perform them properly in order to observe all these commandments before Hashem our God exactly as he has commanded us.